Hello and welcome to the Battle Cry podcast with Mark Meckler. Catch the original live broadcast Sunday nights at 8pm Eastern. Go to conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. Good evening everyone, welcome to Sunday night. It is the Sunday night Battle Cry. I'm your host Mark Meckler. I'm happy to be with you. I'm really excited to be with you. It's actually a good week in the Meckler family in particular. Uh, my dad had a really bad fall about three weeks ago. He's been in the hospital ever since. He had a broken neck, believe it or not. He's 84 years old. I know a lot of you have been praying. We've gotten a lot of cards. Got out of rehab yesterday. Really cool. Came home. Got him situated at home. He's doing pretty well. So thank you guys. If you wrote cards, if you were praying for him, really appreciate it. It is a good week when your 84-year-old dad comes home from the hospital. So we're just thankful to the Lord for his mercy and thankful to you guys for all your well wishes. Well, it's rich this week. It's really rich to see the CDC, the Center for Dissemination of, I don't know, whatever it is. What, what, what would you say the CDC stands for? It's certainly not Center for Disease Control, Center for Disinformation Coordination or something like that. They are, they are lifting mask mandates. So in case you're wondering, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. Have you been wearing a mask? I haven't been wearing them. I mean, this is as close as I get to wearing a mask. You go through the airports, I'm not wearing a mask. You guys might've seen me online. I post videos not wearing masks. Almost everybody else in the airport's wearing a mask. I wonder if they're gonna lift the mask mandate on airplanes. I haven't seen that yet. Please, please God, let them lift the mask mandate on airplanes and on schools also. It is so rich because there's literally no evidence that masks did anything for anybody ever, except for make crazy people feel better, maybe. I mean, it's just, it's terrible stuff. We're still doing it to kids in schools, which in my opinion is child abuse. But even the left, yes, I'm gonna repeat myself, even the left is realizing how incredibly stupid the mask mandates have been. Now, I don't normally play long video clips, but I'm gonna play a longish video clip for you because I want you to see what Saturday Night Live is doing even the left is mocking mask mandates. Producer G, roll the tape. Oh, I'm so glad we're doing this. My favorite restaurant with my favorite people. Honey, I agree 100%. You know what? This is so fun. Dinner is on us. Oh, uh, wow. But um, Keith, you know you can take your mask off at the table. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know I'm wearing it half the time. Well, I heard the CDC is going to lift all mask mandates soon. Oh, yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's it's like COVID's not over, but it's just going to stop. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Oh, you know, that reminds me of this article I read. Oh, honey, where... no one wants to hear about that. <laughs> well, it was in Bloomberg, and I thought it was interesting. What, uh, what article? Well, it Honey. Was... <laughs> it was just saying how mask mandates had... I don't know, little to no effect on COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like I'm anti-mask or anything. I just sometimes wonder if any of the things we did actually helped. Gina. No, no, no. We can talk about this incredibly complicated and emotional topic. Yes, yes, of course. I will start hmm. because, um, for instance, while I am 
so personally relieved that I'm vaccinated. Careful. I, just, I sometimes wonder if, um, if other people who are hesitant careful <laughs> might not have, like, a valid... What? <laughs> not valid, but, but understandable... Not tonight! Help me. I think what she means is... Maybe sometimes we are a little overzealous when we condemn. Oh, no. I just think that if people are actually losing their jobs. Oh, no. Careful, girl. Look, vaccines save lives. Fact. Okay, they stop the hospitals from being overrun. Fact. Where are you up to? But did I have to dump my oldest friend just because he didn't get a booster? to be fun. Isn't there something happy we can talk about? No, no. We started this and we need to finish it. David, go. Make sense of this, please. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I think the biggest mistake the administration made was not providing more testing. But the UK had done tons of testing and had even more COVID. Good. Well, at least Biden finally sent out all those tests over Christmas. You mean the two tests for a family of eight that froze in the mail? Good. Okay, well, at least we have the CDC. I mean, they haven't always been perfect, but the science changed. How does science change? When I make a mistake at work, I don't get to say the science changed. <laughs> at least we had outdoor dining. Oh, you mean when they built a smaller restaurant in the street? How is that outdoors? <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I went to a child's birthday party, self-careful, and they did gymnastics in masks don't. And then they went into another room and took off their masks to eat pizza. This is the end of me. So did they really need the mask? Oh, no. Did any of us ever need the mask? No! I'm so glad I said that out loud. Of course we needed the mask. We need it. We may not know for years the full extent of what we've been through, but we did our best, and we're going to get through this. Amen. When an anti-vaxxer gets it, I feel happy. No, Wait, we don't have to wash our hands anymore, do we? <laughs> I never did. Uh, I have to admit, it's been a long time since I laughed at Saturday Night Live, but that was awesome. And you know that the left is in big trouble when Saturday Night Live is making fun of masks and making fun of the left. And and it's actually good, right? Real humor, great humor is when you can make fun of yourself. They're definitely making fun of themselves because the right wasn't fooled by this. You weren't fooled by it. I wasn't fooled by it. It's unbelievable how stupid this has all been and destructive. 
I mean, we can laugh at it, but there's going to be a lot of weeping to be done over the next several years as we watch the damage done to kids, the psychological damage done to adults, the economic damage done to so many people, the businesses destroyed, the international economy destroyed, the supply chains disrupted, much of it avoidable. So the theme for tonight is don't trust the government. Not ever. Never. The government is not for trust. Your circle of trust, it's your family, it's people you know, it's people you love, it's your friends. It's not the government. The founders never intended for you to trust the government. They never intended for you to trust the government. They intended for you to be skeptical of government, for you to question government, for you to push back against government. When government tells you to do something, your first thought should be, mm, no. Well, maybe. Convince me. Show me why I should do this thing that you want me to do. The reality is our system of governance was set up. It was designed for people like you and I who don't trust government. That's what it means to be an American patriot. By the way, this is a one of my favorite new COS shirts, kind of a classic design, American patriot. It's got the American flag on the right sleeve, the COS logo on the left sleeve. You can get this shirt, and there's a, a more feminine female version that I think is really cool as well cosection.com forward slash store you can get those uh but the point is american patriots don't trust their government we don't love our government we love our country we trust the ideals upon which america was founded we trust it the principles which are eternal principles right we trust the idea of self-governance but we do not trust our government and that means at any level by the way don't trust the president don't trust the federal government don't trust congress don't trust the state government. Don't trust the courts. Don't trust your local school board, right? You give them a certain measure of authority. It's your authority as the sovereign citizen, but trust is not the issue. You give them that authority. They exercise that authority. And then you look at what they did and you look at the result and you judge them by the result. And if you don't like the result, then you throw them out on their asses. Pardon my language there, but I'm being blunt here because these people deserve to be thrown out. People who have done this stuff to your children, to our economy, to the country. Look where we're at, the highest inflation in over 40 years. Look at gas prices, and they're out of control, punishing regular people. Joe Biden said this week that people don't understand. They're just psychologically unable to be happy, but everything he's done is so incredible and so great for the country. People should be happy. Are you kidding me? See, that's a man who doesn't go to the grocery store, who doesn't have to pay his own bills, who doesn't drive his own car, who doesn't put gas in his own tank, who doesn't pay his own insurance bills, who has no idea what things cost. There's no idea how regular people live their lives. That's out of touch, and that's got to end, and it's up to you and me to end it. And when I say end it, I don't mean Joe Biden. I don't mean the Joe Biden presidency. I mean out-of-touch politicians. That's our job. See, when politicians get out of touch, what happens is they get more and more and more and more and more out of touch, and then you get tyranny. You get real tyranny, and real tyranny leads to things like what we saw in Canada recently, right? Attacking people who are peacefully protesting. When I say peaceful protests, I don't mean protests like what we saw during the BLM protests, the summer of fire and destruction and murder and mayhem, when Democrat politicians stood by and cheered these people on and called them peaceful protests. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the trucker protest up in Canada, where a democratically elected government, supposedly in a land of liberty and freedom, much like the United States of America, exercised total tyrannical control 
stole people's bank accounts, stole people's assets, said they're going to basically track people to the end of the earth and ruin them for giving 50 bucks to a trucker's protest, ruin them for delivering gasoline or, or a diesel fuel to a trucker's protest, ruin them for bringing food to a trucker's protest. Totally peaceful protest. We saw this in Canada, our neighbor to the north, our benign, peaceful, kind, nice neighbor. We saw total tyranny. And so when people ask you, why do people need, say, for example, ARs? Why do people need semi-automatic weapons? It's to defend liberty. That's why. You want to know why? Here's why. Watch any of the videotape from Ukraine right now. Watch what's going on in Ukraine and study it, not just for foreign relations purposes, not just because we should know what's going on in the news in Ukraine, but I want you to think about that because of what goes on here. Because tyranny is on the rise here. There it happens to be a foreign government. In Canada, it was the government at home. Here, quite frankly, it's the government at home, operating in a way that's completely out of control. Now, I want to be entirely clear. I am not proposing violent revolution. I am not proposing any kind of violence. I'm not proposing that you use arms for anything other than defensive purposes. But I am telling you that I understand the Second Amendment, and the Second Amendment specifically is there to protect the rest. Now you hear people say, this drives me crazy. I'm going to talk about this a little more later. Your people say, oh, Convention of States is going to put the Second Amendment at risk. You people are full of crap. Talk to Chuck Cooper, the longest serving litigator uh, for the NRA in, on behalf of the Second Amendment. He says you're full of it, right? We are Second Amendment to the core. The Second Amendment was designed to protect the entire rest of the Constitution, to make sure that we can defend ourselves against tyrannical governments. And you know who agrees with us right now? Unbelievably, the New York Times, writing favorably about the citizens of Ukraine being issued their own, not semi-automatic weapons, automatic weapons. Yeah, automatic weapons being issued to the citizens of Ukraine. Too bad they didn't all have them before, right? It's good that they're getting them now. It's good that they're able to fight the Russians. This is a good thing. But now the New York Times, for the first time maybe in history, really likes to see pictures of private citizens patrolling the streets with ARs, private citizens taking care of themselves, private citizens making sure that their own neighborhoods, their own cities are safe against Russian aggression. The New York Times, right? So not only don't trust the government, the government, the purveyor of fake news, but don't trust the New York Times. I mean, you already probably knew that, but I'm going to say it again anyway. We're watching this fight unfold in Ukraine. I hope you're watching it. There's a lesson here in resistance to tyranny. We're watching it unfold. Why are they fighting? What are Ukrainians really fighting for? And the reality is they're fighting for what you already have, what you and I already have together, what we share, which is freedom and liberty. Now, there are people who will tell you that if you know Ukraine, I, I pay attention to Ukraine, believe it or not, that's my heritage. Both sides of my family are from Odessa, Ukraine. If you know Ukraine, you know, look, Ukraine is a relatively corrupt Eastern European country, but it is a country moving towards liberty. It does have a democratically elected government. They are moving more and more towards the West. They're moving towards what you and I already have. And we are moving towards what Russia is trying to impose upon them. And Lord help us if we ever meet, right? So you should watch them because you should understand that ultimately this is our path if we're not careful. I mean, certainly, absolutely, this is what 
countries like Russia intend for us. It's absolutely what China intends for us. They intend to subjugate us. And a lot of our leaders are laying down in front of the Chinese, especially. And so why do we arm? We arm up because of that. We have the right, the God-given right to self-protection, and we certainly have an obligation to defend our system, to defend our beliefs, to defend our liberty, to defend our principles. A lot of you have been asking for Second Amendment gear. I just put it in order to our store, to our designers, asking them to design more Second Amendment gear. You've seen before, I have the Hell No Joe hat. We have a Hell No Joe shirt. But we're going to have some more Second Amendment gear coming out because you guys asked for it. So watch what's going on in Ukraine. Pray for the Ukrainians. I have a bunch of friends over there. Actually, I've got a guy texting me right now. His wife is from Ukraine, and his her whole family is there in Ukraine, mostly in Kiev. So pray for them, watch for them, root for them. The UK just said that British citizens can go fight. I think the Dutch government just said Dutch citizens can go fight. People are pouring in to fight for Ukrainian freedom and Ukrainian independence, and this is a good thing. Could be very bad. Who knows how it ends up? I'm not predicting. Putin is in trouble right now. When you have a guy like him and he's in trouble, almost anything can happen. So just keep praying for the Ukrainian people because we pray for their freedom, we pray for their safety, pray for their independence, we pray for their victory. Mark Meckler is fighting every day to call the first ever Article 5 Convention of States to drain the swamp once and for all. Join Mark and millions of other Americans by signing the official petition at conventionofstates.com slash pod. And now back to the show. All right, uh, let's talk about COS in the news. It's been an incredible week for COS in the news. I'd say actually the best ever week for COS in the news. I'm guessing producer G has the links up, but Washington Times ran a full big article on Convention of States. Uh, also, Epoch Times, Epic Times ran a full-blown huge article on Convention of States, both very positive, very proactive, very productive stuff. Epoch Times, Washington Times, thank you guys. We appreciate you so much. Really great people at those publications. I use both of those as primary news sources. If you don't, you should. I subscribe, Epoch Times, Washington Times, get their premium content. So much great content there. And by the way, not just written content, but also video content. So there's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good reporting going on. Epoch Times is particularly great on China, uh, but as is Washington Times. Those are my kind of two main go-to publications. Two great articles about Convention of States. Also, <clears throat> I had a piece in The Federalist. And this takes me to kind of one of our next stories, which is uh, I'm going to jump ahead and then jump back. There, there are naysayers out there about COS. And honestly, I don't know how to describe it. I'm going to be nice. They're a bunch of cackling hyenas, right? They're crazy people. You hear it all the time. The, this is what I'm hearing now. Apparently, you and I are now part of the deep state. See, because first we heard we were funded by Soros. These are the same people, by the way. And some of these people are on the right. Uh, in particular, somebody wrote in the Federalist, her name is Elaine Donnelly. She's been attacking us for the longest time. I have no idea why. I literally go to events. She's attacking us at events where there's rules against attacking fellow conservatives. She still attacks us. So she wrote in the Federalist, she says, so originally we were funded by Soros. Then we heard we were funded by Coke. Then it's dark money. Now you're funded by the deep state. Now this is a deep state plot. I, I mean, honestly, these people are nuts. I have a long public history. Mark Levin supports us, Glenn Beck, Ben Shapiro, Chuck Cooper, 
etc. on and on and on, right? You, millions of you, over 5 million of you, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently you've been duped. You don't realize. Apparently, according to these lunatics, these cackling hyenas, these imbeciles, these people say that you're owned by the deep state. You've been fooled by me. Apparently, I'm so mesmerizing or something that you don't get that we're just a deep state operation trying to overthrow the Constitution. Don't listen to these people. People send me videos of these people talking all the time. Oh, my gosh, what can we do to refute them? Everything that they say has been disproved on our webpage. Go to conventionofstates.com. Look at the resources page. Look at the FAQs. Look at the answers to all the arguments they posit. These people are lunatics. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it openly. For those of you who are on the right, who oppose this, you stand with the radical left. I'm going to say it boldly. I'm going to say it bluntly. You stand with the baby killers at Planned Parenthood. You stand with the communists, the socialists, the public employees, everybody who stands for everything that's against America. You stand for moveon.org. You. If you're against Convention of States, that's who you stand with. And so that's your choice. You look in the mirror. You explain to yourself why you stand with all those groups and all those people. You explain to me why you stand with Hillary Clinton, who has spoken out against this. Why you stand with Howard Dean, who has spoken against this. You explain that. You have to sleep with that. You have to own that. You have to deal with that when you put your head on your pillow at night. For me, I know what we're doing. See, Article 5 is in the Constitution. And all we're doing is doing what the founders told us to do. We're using the Constitution to save the Constitution because they knew this time would come. They absolutely knew with 100% certainty they were right. The time is here. Federal tyranny is upon us, and we can throw it off using Article 5. And we are. In the last several weeks, we've passed Wisconsin. God bless you, Wisconsin. God bless you, uh, Assemblyman Nodal, who was our chief sponsor all the way through that thing. Love you, brother. You are an American hero. We passed Nebraska. Thank you, Senator Halloran. Another guy stepped up. That guy deserves the uh, Convention of States. Uh, he did get an award already for being one of our top legislators, our top legislator in the country last year, because he put it all on the line for Convention of States. I was in South Carolina last week. We passed uh, out of a committee in South Carolina. We're headed to the floor. I think we're going to get the floor vote in South Carolina. We'll head back to the House for a concurrence. South Carolina will likely become state number 18, putting us past the mark, past the halfway mark, which we just hit with 17. I was just in West Virginia. I spent Friday night testifying in a committee in West Virginia. Uh, Chairman, uh, Delegate more capito running the committee. We passed the committee. I think the margin, they did a voice vote, but I think it was uh, 18 to seven, something like that. We're going to go to the floor. We have the votes on the floor. And so I'm guessing this week, probably say somewhere between Tuesday and Friday, we're going to pass the House. It's going to go over to the Senate. The Senate has already done this, I think, five times we passed the Senate in the past, twice last year. That's going to become state number 19. We are on the march because we're gonna do what the founders intended us to do. And all these people who say, it's too scary, it's too dangerous, I'm too afraid, it's okay. You can sit in the corner and cower. You can curl up in a little ball. You can say, we're just gonna do what we've always done and hope for a different result, but we're not gonna do that. Because me and all the national staff at Convention States and all you incredible state leaders and all you volunteers and all you people who watch on Facebook and all you millions of people who signed the petition, we're going to fight, and we'll save the country even for the people who are too afraid to fight. We'll save the people who say it's too, for the, for the people who say it's too scary. We're going to save the country because the country has to be saved. See, in a time 
when things get really bad, somebody has to step up. And by the way, that somebody's not me. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. Somebody has to be the hero, not me, you. Somebody has to do what needs to be done on the ground every day in every place, and that's you. You guys are the brave ones. You guys who go to the state legislatures. You guys that call your legislators and email your legislators. You guys in Iowa, you guys in Massachusetts who just passed out of committee. When people say blue states can't pass anything. You guys in Illinois who several years ago passed out of committee. People say blue states can't do anything. You guys in Iowa, you guys in Kansas, you guys upcoming in Ohio, you guys upcoming in Pennsylvania and South Carolina and North Carolina. All of you, you guys in West Virginia, you're the heroes. These are hard times. David says hard times make strong people. We need you to be strong. Now is the time for you to be strong. Now is the time that you need to be involved. You go to conventionofstates.com. Don't trust the government. Trust yourself. Trust the Constitution. Trust your neighbors. Trust your state to gather together, to link arms, to get in the fight, to do what's right. We don't have to fight the way Ukraine has to fight right now. We don't have to go out into the streets with our ARs. We don't have to face oncoming tanks, but we do have to fight. And we should take inspiration from what we see going on in Ukraine right now, and we should step up and fight. And by we, now I do mean me, and I do mean you. And I do mean my 84-year-old dad who got home from the hospital who's still in the fight, and my mom who's still in the fight, and everybody in my family is still in the fight. My son who's in the fight. My daughter who's in the fight. You who are in the fight. All of us together have an obligation to fight before it gets to the point where we've got to fight, right? Where we just can fight politically. We can do this. Go talk to your legislators. Tell them now is the time to call a convention of states. All right, so I've got some questions here. Pat Bassford says, are those four-inch stirrups? I see there are stirrups on the saddle behind me, but they are pulled up. No, there's no four-inch stirrups. My stirrups are hanging down there, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. Four-inch stirrups? Maybe you mean with. I don't know. Nick Kamazi says, does convention of states mean national divorce? Absolutely not. Convention of states is how you avoid a national divorce. You say, we're going back to federalism. You say, what we're going to do is take the power away from the federal government, and we're going to give it back to the states. That's how we live together. That's the only way we've ever lived together. That's what we need to do. Mark White says, can you tell us which speakers have been confirmed for the COS Leadership Summit? Oh, I don't have a list right in front of me, but I can tell you Pete Hegseth will be there. Steve Dace will be there. Uh, Rick Green will be there. David Barton will be there. I'll be there, of course. Uh, Rick Santorum will be there. Those are the ones that I know offhand. There's a bunch more who are coming. Terry Glad says, can't wait to get my Let's Go Brandon shirt. Should be tomorrow. That's one of my favorites. I wear it in the airport everywhere I go, Terry. Kara Jower said, will there ever be accountability in the country over COVID-19 policy? I don't know, Kara. I hope so. I'm not hopeful because we're really bad at holding our government officials accountable. Uh, James Holbrook wants to know, has Tennessee joined the Convention of States? Yes. Yes. They're relatively early, but I got to tell you, this is really important, James. Even if they have, even if your state has, join anyway because they do a bunch of other stuff. They're in the fight for life. They're in the fight for gun rights. They're in the fight for education reform. So that states are still really active. Tennessee is a fantastic state, still really active. I'll close with this. Sharon Carell says, Glad to hear your dad's doing better. This is super, super important to me to thank you guys, to appreciate you guys, to love on you guys for loving on my family because you guys did. I feel like you guys are my family and we have a prayer warrior team. If you ever need prayers, let us know. We have a national prayer warrior team. Sharon Carell is one of the people that heads that up for us. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate that. 
lots of great prayers coming and going. Prayer matters. Prayer really matters, all right? Our foundation of this country is the Judeo-Christian tradition. I'm a Christian. I say it proudly. I pray every day because I believe that without God, the country is lost. Now, that doesn't mean, by the way, if you're not a person of faith, we still have room for you. We love you. We love everybody. Come on in. Join us. But I am a person of faith. And so tonight, because you guys have been so great, I'm going to close this in prayer. Uh, Lord, thank you for all these incredible patriots that join us every week. I think we have 50, 60,000 people join us every week on the battle cry. What a privilege. What an honor. Lord, thank you for this incredible nation that you've given us. And please make us strong enough to defend it, to defend all the things that we know when we follow you, when we walk your path humbly. Lord, help us to always be humble, to remember that all glory belongs to you, to remember that the duty is ours, but the glory belongs to you. Lord, help us to turn towards you so that you can help save our nation. Pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, guys. We will see you next week on The Battle Cry. This has been the podcast version of The Battle Cry with Convention of States Action President Mark Meckler. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod and become part of the solution that's as big as the problem. Thank you for listening.